0: Twenty-three. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. Philippians three fourteen. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. In these scriptures, we are told to persevere, to hold on to our belief in God. This message is really perfect for the Christians, well, for us Christians today because in our world, in every walk of life, in different nations and even ours, we see how many are going against biblical teaching. And even in the church, people are going against biblical teaching. People are turning away from the truth of God's word. We see that what is good is now evil and what is evil or bad is now good. Our children have even lost their way because the prominent, solid teaching of Christ and the biblical foundation of the Word has been watered down or not being taught at all. And people are making jokes about the Word, people are making jokes about worship, they're making, um, you see, people having videos, even on Facebook, um, making fun of Christians. And because people are not solid in the foundation of God's word anymore, there's too much sin. Sin is more rampant than ever. Whatever type of sin it is, from the smallest to the greatest sin, I mean, sin is sin, regardless of what it is. Whether it's in, some might be angry with that, but that's what it is. Even lying is is a sin. Backbiting is a sin. Um, Talking about your neighbor, gossiping behind someone's back is sin. And it has become more acceptable in the eyes of man. And people are afraid to speak out against sin. And it doesn't mean that we have to um, be harsh to the sinner or to make fun of them, you know, because we are supposed to treat everyone in love regardless um, of who they are, you know, we are supposed to treat everyone in love, uh, and, and and that's how we even show the love of Christ. But we still, as Christians, must, must recognize that sin is sin and that it's wrong. And even those who truly, you know, that say that they love the Lord are sinning and doing things that they have no business doing and have not come unto repentance. You know, those who truly love God... We must stand on the promises of God, stand on the solid foundation of the biblical biblical word without, without changing what is written. Um, it doesn't mean that we're perfect, but we are pressing on to reach that goal to see Jesus Christ, to see God, and, you know, um, This is one thing that we must focus on, Jesus Christ, winning souls, you know, and just like that scripture says, if we read the entire scripture of um, Philippians, well, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I just wanted to read, um, and I'm just going to go to the King James Version of it. Uh, Okay, so... If we read the entire scripture, I press towards the mark of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Let us therefore as many as be perfect, be thus minded, and if in any thing ye be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this unto you. Nevertheless, where whereto we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule, let us mind the same thing. Brethren, be followers together of me and mark them which walk so as ye have us for an example. So we have to walk in Christ Jesus. And the Word gives, even shows us how to walk. Um, Christ loved us so that He gave His life for us, God sent His Son. To give, to so that his blood will be shed for our sins. I mean, under the old system of Moses, people sacrificed animals for their cleansing, right? But they still had guilt. If and I wanted to read a different version of Hebrews. I wanted to read um, the New Living Translation because, man, it, it just it says so much. And even if you have the King James Version. You can follow along, but Hebrews 10, and it says the old system under the law of Moses was only a shadow, a dim preview of good things to come, not the good things themselves. The sacrifices under that system were repeated again and again, year after year, but they were never able to provide perfect cleansing for those who came to worship. If they could have provided perfect cleansing, the sacrifices would have stopped, for the worshipers would have been purified once for all time, and their feelings of guilt would have disappeared. But instead, and this is verse 3, and I'm reading the New Living Translation, but instead those sacrifices actually reminded them of their sins year after year, for it is not po- possible for the blood of bulls and goats, take away sins that is why when Christ came into the world he said to God you did not want animal sacrifices or sin offerings but you have given me a body to offer you were not pleased with burnt offerings or other offerings for sin then I said look I have come to do your will O God as it is written about me in the scriptures First Christ said, you did not want animal sacrifices or sin offerings or burnt offerings or other offerings for sin, nor were you pleased with them, though they are required by the law of Moses. Then he said, look, and right now I'm at verse 9, then he said, look, I have come to do your will. He cancels the first covenant in order to put the second into effect. For God's will was for us to be made holy by the sacrifice of of the body of Jesus Christ once for all time under the old covenant verse 11 the priest stands and ministers before the altar day after day offering the same sacrifices again and again which can never take away sins verse 12 but our high priest offered himself to God as a single sacrifice for sins good for all time then he sat down in the place ...of honor at God's right hand, there he waits until his enemies are humbled and made a footstool under his feet, for by that one offering he made, he forever made perfect those who are being made holy. And the Holy Spirit also testifies that this is so, and in verse 16 says, this is a new covenant I will make with my people on the day... Says the Lord, I will put my laws in their hearts, and I will write them in their minds. And this is why it's so important. We, when we are God's children, his word is in our minds and in our hearts. And then verse 17 says, then he says, I will never again remember their sins and lawless deeds, And when the sins have been forgiven, there is no need to offer any more sacrifices. So the blood of Jesus Christ has covered all of our sins. When we come to repentance unto him, his blood covers our sins. And so we cannot forget the word of God that we stand on, that God Almighty is our rescuer. He is our strong tower. He is our deliverer. He, his blood, has covered our sins. He has become the perfect sacrifice. And so we cannot forget what what God has done. And um, I was going to say, I kind of lost my train of thought, but God, we must stand on his word, stand on his promises. Um, I know there's a song we were saying, Standing on the promises of God, you know, and then another song says, um, "My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus Christ and righteousness." You know, so His righteousness is what we must cling to. The holiness of God, the Word of God in our hearts. This is this is about our souls, and we want to see god when he comes again and we want to also tell other people about his what about his love i mean there's so much going on and people are so stressed out you have people who are full of depression full of anxiety full of hurt they have so many pains and it seems like they can't get away from from the things that they have to go through and and they have no peace But if we bring to them and we show them Christ, the peace of God, the peace of God that surpasses all understanding, the peace that fills our hearts, that fills our souls, I mean, all these struggles that we're in, it doesn't mean that we're not going to have struggles or that we're not going to have pain, but the God, having God on our side gives us strength to go through. It gives us peace as we go through those things that are difficult, you know, the challenging things. Even when somebody passes, it gives us peace in our minds and strength to go through, to deal with the things we have to deal with. So we must stand on God's promises and don't turn away from what God has shown us in his word For God is good and he is holy, his righteousness endures forever. And this is what we must remember as the children of God. And people might come up against you and and say, oh, you're this, you're that. But um, they might call you a bigot. They might call you, um, I don't know, holy roller or whatever. But it doesn't matter because with God's Holy Spirit within us, he will strengthen us, he will guide us. And, um, yes, there will be Christians that we see who aren't doing the right thing, and but they're not doing the right thing or they're just acting out of sorts and not and not um, going according to the word. You have people, other people who don't believe in God, they're going to see that. And But we must be the ones who stand in righteousness and show them, look, this is what a real Christian is. This is what the love of God is. This is how we love. This is how um, you know, this is how we uh, righteousness is. When we are walking and we talk, if we are walking and we're talking Christ, then we must show that to others, that so we must be that living example, you know. And the Word shows us how. So standing on His Word, standing on His promises, being what God wants us to be, i swaying to the left or right and doing the foolishness that we see others doing out in the world and people claiming to be Christians but then going and doing all sorts of things. I mean, is that person truly saved? You know, you, you want to question. So if we are standing, if we are saved and we are Christians, then we must do what the word says. And um, we must be happy and show holiness to others. And I. Really quick because i know that there are many people going through some things today um so i just thank you lord i just thank you for today's word and i just ask god that all here today be blessed and guided by his holy spirit if any be sick or in pain i ask god for your healing if any are lonely and hurting i ask that they are comforted by your holy spirit if any person is in need, Lord, I ask you, Lord, to supply every need according to your riches and glory. I also ask for your protection for those overseas in missions, building up churches. I pray for even Pastor Nassim and his congregation and the um the ministers and evangelists and missionaries over. I ask you that you give them strength and I ask um that you just Continue to protect them and keep them under the head of your protection. Finally, those who are seeking a closer walk with God, Lord, I ask that you present yourself to them, that they would know your presence and being. I ask that you will engulf them with your love and let them know that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever, that you are the God who loves that supplies every need, that comforts and gives peace, that you are the God that forgives all sin, the God of miracles, the God of healing, the God of truth, salvation, and goodness. And I pray, O God, and I thank you for supplying every need. I thank you, Lord, that you are yet on the throne. I thank you, Lord, for every healing. I thank you, Lord, for every blessing. And I pray all these things in the name of Jesus Christ. And I pray and ask these things in your name. Amen.